My name is Dane Wilburn. I'm a woman, a witch, a wife, a moth hole, a singer, an act painter, a writer, a lover, a fighter, a student, a chef, a fur baby parent, a mystic, and several things that are too impolite to mention in mixed company. Welcome to Dame's Eclectic Brain. Dame's Eclectic Brain. Welcome to Dame's Eclectic Brain, where I talk to people you may or may not know about things you may or may not care about, but you definitely want to hear about. Welcome back, family. It is after Christmas, like long after Christmas. I'm supposed to be doing two of these a month. I'm going to do the best that I can. Thank you for your letters. Nobody, nobody sent a letter. Nobody's listening. Thank you for your emails concerned about the show. I didn't, I didn't get those either because y'all just, it's fine. Um, but we're going to try to do it every two weeks. And today I decided coming through the door, I wanted to have a conversation about R. Kelly. Now, I don't want to get into R. Kelly in the deep way that everybody else is getting into it, I kind of just want to touch on the fact that he can't do any stuff that he does without other people helping him. Like, it's just not possible. But I also wanted to step back for a second and say this. That part of surviving R. Kelly is the same thing I had. I mean, we if you're a woman in this world, you've probably survived more things than you have not. The statistics say that there are more of us who've been dealing with the R. Kelly's of the world than those of us who have not. And I'm going to throw this out there. As big a problem as he is, as dealing with these young girls and all this shit, R. Kelly's, in a way, bigger problem is he's a narcissist. And a narcissist is a bigger problem for us in this society, for us as a nation, because I'm going to say it, send the letters to me, I'll take them. Our president is a narcissist. So those folks are dangerous. Now, having said all that, I also brought in some guests to talk about the subject because, number one, I brought in Manito Reza. Say hi, Manito. Hello. Now, Manito also works in human resources, and y'all know y'all be at the water cooler cracking them wrong jokes, <laughs> and y'all about to get fired. So I'm going to talk to Manito a little bit about how you need to get your life together and keep your jokes for home. Then I got Shannon Casey. Shannon is my boss, and I brought him on because I brought him down here anyway because I wanted him to meet Manito. But beyond that, he's acting like he don't know how to work a microphone. So Shannon's here because I want to see it. his – because Shannon's coming out of the hip-hop world, had some hip-hop background when he was a kid, coming out of R&B and I, as a fan of the genre, not like a singer. Don't be sending me letters. I know y'all think he's cute, but don't be sending me stuff. <laughs> Top of what Shannon do. I, whatever. So we're going to talk to Shannon a little bit. Well, he's going to pipe in, I'm sure. But um, where I wanted to start with this is, and I'm going to open this question up to both of y'all. How has it, how do you think it has, has this thing with R. Kelly coming up again? Because this, for those of y'all who don't know, this is like time three. Yeah. Right? Or, no, no, it's like five. It's like five. Okay. You're so how. Fifth time he's been. Like been talking about this okay. whole. Yeah, yeah. Like this, okay. it, it keeps cycling. So yeah. how does it, does it, to me it feels a little bit different. How does it feel to y'all coming this time with it? I think the. The shocker to me is that now, because of this whole Me Too movement, yeah. it's like a big deal now. It's like yes. how many times we've been talking about this when Sparkle, his one of his um, singers, yeah. yeah, she had a, a huge hit record, but when she f- finally put it in in the atmosphere, and you know it got some publicity, everybody was like, "No, I'm still going to rock his records." Right. So I kind of feel like we let him down as a black community. Mm. All those girls down because now that uh, with Bill Cosby. And uh, what I've been hearing is that because so many people who are not of color who talked about this whole Me Too movement, 
it's it's really important now. But before, I feel like if someone said, okay, if I'm black and I'm being um, sexually harassed or being molested, it's like it's kind of pushed under the atmosphere. It's not it's not as it was not talked about right. at this extent. Because why did it take all of this Me Too movement for finally somebody to say, okay, Leah's been 14. We knew that. He's, yeah. It's like, so why is this now like a big deal today versus before? Well, I also want to back up and just say in the music business, this is kind of a trend. This has been a thread. Because I'm going to back up to the 50s because, see, y'all don't know me. Y'all don't know I got to Google. Um, <laughs> but I do this anyway. Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old cousin. Yeah, they talked about That was back that in the 50s, right? Mm-hmm. And Ted Nugent... This is a disclaimer on behalf of Dame's Eclectic Brain. I cannot speak for the entire state of Michigan, but I'd like to apologize on behalf of the entire state of Michigan for giving the world Ted Nugent. Moving on. (laughs) Um, Ted Nugent married some sort of 17-year-old, 15-year-old child, and her parents signed her over to him. So this is not new new in the music business, but I also, I want to get your perspective, Shannon, and I promise you, I'm not going to jump you on the air if you say something I don't like. So go ahead. Uh, no, nah, I, I agree with what a lot's been said. But the thing is, with R. Kelly, like I like people when they get comfortable. Well, I like people. But I like people especially when they get comfortable enough to share their world and mm. share their story. Mm. Like and get real honest about it because a lot of times – People are afraid to share honestly, you yes. know, that they're doing that, that something is going on or these things. And I think we in an environment now, Me Too, I still got a thing in my ear. Me Too, you know, social media, other things, people become a lot more comfortable sharing really personal things. And, um, and the young ladies who came out and, and older ladies who came out and, and, and talking about R. Kelly. I think it's uh it's empowering that they're able to share their stories. Yeah. You know. I, I um even the people who were in it, you know, I was looking cause I always I interview people and I look like it clues for honesty, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Where people will say I don't really remember. Yeah, you remember. You know, right. you might not just want to talk about this part or a person to say, I don't want to talk about that. Because you might self-implicate yourself, not the, right. not the women, but the but the guys who were talking in the in the in the documentary as well. But the thing was, you know, I'm happy that people were able to share their story honestly and hopefully honestly. And uh, and you know, if he if he was, it was it was terrible because it was young people. You know, yeah. if, it's, if it's people who grown and they want to decide to live an alternative lifestyle, that's fine. But if you grooming twelve year olds, that's a whole right. different story. Totally. Yeah, you know. it's it's problematic. And it's and I'm also gonna throw this out there for grown people because I and I'm gonna I'm gonna swing for a second, cause like Monica Lewinsky dealing with Bill Clinton was twenty four years old. I guess. But she wasn't twenty four years old. You know what I mean? Like that age is a number that doesn't necessarily mean that your maturity is matching that number. So yes, yeah, she's of age to participate. But Bill Clinton was also president of the United States. Like that level of power, when you have that much power, power, you almost have to be responsible for yourself and the person you're dealing with. Like 
because I'm okay. Yeah, I get Monica. You. Feel free to send me a letter. But <laughs> here's the deal: if you thought for one second that William Jefferson Clinton was gonna leave Hillary Rodham, snatch them nuts, Clinton, for you, <laughs> your ass was six. That wasn't happening. They're together now. It ain't happening. He was never, never, ever, 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 ever going to leave that woman for Monica Lewinsky. Never going to do it. And that 24 is what makes you think, okay, so this is great and this is awesome. And, baby, no, that's not how, no, no that's I not get, how that goes. I go. get what you're saying on the power thing. Right. It's if a, you have a lot of power, yes. you have a responsibility to, to you know you you have a responsibility because you know I'm R. Kelly I'm the president of the United States it's a different level absolutely and you have to know this and and, and be mindful of it but R. Kelly with a 12 year old 15 year old a, a 16 year a 24 year old a 32 right. year old it, it doesn't matter he got to still know I'm R. Kelly you get right it's the, and I think that's what you talk about because you you've been in the music industry and what I keep hearing is that they feel like they're not regular humans like. They don't do norms like what we do. Right. So they have access. So if you have a whole bunch of yes men saying, I can have access to anything I want. I can have access to kids, dogs, uh, money, power, drugs. There is no one saying no. So in their mind, it's already a social or cultural norm. Yeah. Right. Because he's not the only one. Like you said, this has been no. going on for years. And by the way, if you one of them people in the world who need somebody to tell you no, feel free to hire me. <laughs> I will tell you no to your face. And I don't give a damn about it. I will I tell you right now. I won't even take a paycheck. I don't want a paycheck. I don't need a paycheck. You ain't got to pay me. I will pay my own way. I will go wherever I need to be. Look you in the face and go, no, sit your ass down. You can't have none of that. Not one piece of it. And don't ask no more for it either. That's what you need. But Everybody they not, need they me not in the no, why would you hire that person to tell you no? Because no. if you listen to all the people that's interviewed, they are unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was all like, I am the former. Right. <laughs> and the former of this. Right. And now they want to talk. Right. Like when he was talking to um, one of his assistants, he was like, yeah, I knew. He was looking down. He didn't know whether to smirk or cry. He was like, I wish I would have said something. I could tell. I could look in her eye and say that she wanted to say something, but she didn't. I'm like, no, she didn't. She wasn't going to talk to you. Yes, no. ma'am. What's she going to talk to you so you go tell him what she said? Exactly. That's all you're going to do. And I'm going to say this. Whew. I was watching this. So, Lord help me, YouTube is a drug. So, I'm <laughs> watching this. YouTube is a drug. So, I'm watching this stuff on him. And this fool put out a 19-minute song <laughs> called Accused or Acquitted. Something stupid. By oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was admit. about six months ago. That was six yeah, months yeah. ago. Fair enough. I didn't care. I'm Because, okay, I knew he was a problem from day one. I'm waiting for him to go to jail. I'm not interested in all the stuff. Between nine jail, not interested. Jail, that's the day you call me. Well, jail again. I've seen him in orange. Um, <laughs> he better cut that hair, too, because them braids ain't going to look 2 to 50. Um, so I'm dealing with this. I'm looking at this. <clears throat> I'm listening to the man's lyrics. And he said, I admit that I've been with some, I made some mistakes. And I'm like, okay. By the way, anybody admitting to these mistakes has done bigger shit. Talking about I've been with some younger girls. What do you mean younger? You Your ass is 50. Yes. Okay. I went through I went through the lyrics. Because he also said, so I'm a freak, so I got to pay the price for that. Because that's what I did. These are the things that I wronged. And I want to stand up for the freak community and throw out this. None of the freaks that I know 
And we freaky deaky where I come from, messing with children. <laughs> That's not yeah, a free. Yeah, so don't put yeah. us in that. Right. Yeah. Don't That's put us in that. Yeah. Don't put. Don't don't start. Don't put the freak. The freak community. My BDSM people. My people. My fetish people. Okay, y'all with the furries, y'all. I love y'all, but I can't. I can't always <laughs> with you and the teddy bears and people dressed like dogs. I don't have it in me. However, my point was, uh-huh. don't be throwing us in there with you. So yeah. let me ask you this, because one of the things I noticed in the beginning of the documentary, they want to show, like, how did you get here? You okay, right. nobody didn't born a molester. Right. And when they were talking about, they um, found an old clip of his brother saying that his brother was molested. Well, all of them were molested by his sister. Yes. The sister touched them. And when they got in trouble, one only two can go outside and one stay in the house, so I'm touching you. But R. Kelly was the only one that it would awaken his, what they call Pandora's box. Okay. So he became curious. It's like, oh, my God, I lost my virginity. So automatically he's turned into this, this is normal. So right. it's a learned behavior. So where is, do he get a pass, a somewhat of a pass because this happened to him, or all the people who are molesters because this has happened to them in their childhood, and we know it's a learned behavior? No, and I'm going to tell you why. Even as a learned behavior, you there's got to be a moment of reconciliation. Um, I have molestation in my past, and I don't molest children. Now, I don't know what trigger happened in him that didn't happen in me. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. But if any behavior that is detrimental to a child is a problem that is a social problem that we all need to address and it has to stop because obviously you can kick off these cycles. I'm pretty sure people in my family have some issues as well and we all can go back. But the thing is it can't go forward and that's my issue. If I have an issue with R. Kelly is that it can't go forward so we got to stop him, period. Because you're not... You are a pedophile and a predator. I don't use those terms interchangeably. There are people who are sexually attracted to children who take the precautions to not do it. Take the precautions, take the medication, have the have the psychiatrist they talk to, figure it the fuck out. This dude, not only are you doing this, you're doing it at a serial level, and apparently there's five young chicks that he's taken I'm with sure him, more. Yeah. according to the rumors, that he's got some sort of family. Quotes yeah, the cult. that these this this cult mm-hmm. thing that's happening that's a control issue that 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 cult piece by the way I watched Wild Wild Country I watched um, the Source Family if you watch anything on cults you this dude is one hundred percent a cult leader dude hundred percent he looks like all of them the money the power the control the separation from your family that thing where you don't have any money, you have no choices about where you go or what you do, you're locked into buildings, this mind control thing that says no matter what he says, that's the only thing that matters, he's the only one that cares about you, he's the only one that loves you, you can't make it outside. These women literally, if this is cult mentality, and I believe it is, these women cannot, if if no one goes in and gets them, they can't come out on their own. Mm -hmm. They're not going to come out on their own until he goes to jail. Yeah. And then I'm not going to lie to you. If he gives them enough money to survive, it's going to take you another year to get to him, even if he's away, because mm-hmm. he's got that level of control over these folks, mm-hmm. according to the stuff you hear out there. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to put the term allegedly in all of that, <laughs> though I promise you the one thing I need for Dave's eclectic brain to be successful is for R. Kelly to sue me. Mm-hmm. So feel free. <laughs> if you out there, you know him. You go, he's gonna have to Make sure he first. listens to this and sue my ass. 
because I have no money and I get all the fame. Not a problem <laughs> with that, Kelly. Um, here's my other question. No, I think uh, this touching on because I do think it brings <clears throat> that to 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 the forefront because we don't talk about that abuse as much. Right. You know, you talk about girls being abused <clears throat> by older brothers, uncles. <clears throat> you know. It may be boys being abused by boys, you know, like men or something in right. their life or something like that. But then boys being abused by older siblings or aunties or right. and it's funny. Or girls you know, being abused by other women. We don't people, talk about yeah, that either. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that too. We don't talk like about that. Like men don't men don't really bring that up. And I've I've had friendships like with certain people and I'm a good talker you know people right. feel comfortable talking and they'll share something like that but I'll notice they hypersexual guys you get what I'm saying they, yeah. they just like we can't go to the bar and just have a beer together right. without <laughs> right. I'm right. without right. their right. neck on a swivel on it I'm like man just calm, calm down, down. Right. Right. you know what's, you know I'm not saying all no. I'm just saying and from my point of view and what I've seen and then hearing that about R. Kelly, because I didn't know that about him, yeah. and then being you know, hypersexual on so many different levels. you know. But I think, I think in that case, it does bring some things to light because that does happen. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not I, – <clears throat> I'm not saying well, that he it don't get a part pass of, for it. But, but I'm I'm saying, no, like, yeah, my biggest thing is you, you, you don't get a pass. Like, I get it, mm -hmm. but that doesn't give you a pass. Yeah. yeah. And I also, so this piece, because we in the black community don't talk about, because we all have that cousin. Yep. We all have the cousin and uncle. We're like, mm. There's something wrong. You know, you every <laughs> right. family reunion, you sitting there looking at somebody going, mm. Mm. I, something about that ain't right. So something, yep. in your, something in your soul. I was at an event at a friend's house. And I watched this guy watch these little girls playing. And he did not seem to me to be watching them as little girls playing. And I went ahead and walked up to him and said, I can see you. Mm. And that's all I said to him. I said, I can see you. He left the party. He, asked, he got up and left the party. Month later, he moved out of Michigan. Wow. People are problematic. Mm -hmm. And if you don't confront them, if you don't bring it to the front, it's going to keep happening. And I'll tell you why I think this, this doesn't, with men especially, this molestation with men is because we have this misogyny bullshit where it's like if you 14 years old as a boy, you get a 22-year-old, mm -hmm. you killing the game. Yep. Yeah, you don't like you, talk about it. You, 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 you talk about it. Right. You get pat on the back. You brag. You brag. Yeah, you get pat on the back. Like, man, man oh, man. Man, my teacher. That's what they say. I can't Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, oh, man, you know, I got my teacher or whatever. That's not cool. That's still a person in power. Age is a form of power. Anybody who's in a position of power that's conjoling you into something is problematic. Doesn't matter what the power is. Doesn't matter what the conjoling is. Mm -hmm. It's problematic. Even, I'll suggest, even if it's possibly to your benefit, you as a human being have free will. You need to be making those choices for yourself. Yeah. And the problem that we also establish is that that misogyny that we keep dealing with that keeps popping up in all of our art, right? Yep. It's popping up 
R. Kelly, Kevin Hart talking about gay people. It just keeps coming. Yeah. It keeps coming because that misogyny is a spinner. Unless you put the brakes on that sucker or start putting up barriers or boundaries or slowing it down, it just keeps feeding itself. So every time it's like, yeah, this young girl got this young guy. Well, I don't want my son to be a fag. Like all this stuff is the same ball of wax. It's all the same damn thing. And and as a person who appreciates the artwork of these folks, I feel now that I got to squash it. Not me as a not me as a quote unquote personality of which I'm not. But like in my personal life, I can't watch Kevin Hart stuff. Kevin Hart too. Kevin Hart. I can't. I now can't. what's your what's your what's your dispute with with Kevin Hart? My I, dis- I know the I know the jokes and I know her saw the tweets and then he said he had some evolution since that time. It was ten years ago or whatever. What's right. your uh, my issue with him is he was poor. His publicist is an idiot. That could have been a very clean. I've gotten better. I was wrong to say that. I apologize. That's how long that should have taken. That backpedal spin thing that he did where that wasn't said concerns me in that I don't defend in any way positions that I held when I was stupid. If I don't know no better, if I once you know better, you got to do better. If I said something three years ago that was dumb as hell because I was ignorant, I once got into a fight with a guy. This is 20 years ago. We were doing the, um, not Desert Storm, but the second one. We came through Kuwait. And I said, yeah, we ought to bomb that place and turn it into a glass parking lot. And he's like, most of Kuwait is mountains. You don't even know what the hell you're talking about. (laughs) Right? And ever since that day, I have become a fan of geography. Right? So first of all, I don't talk about turning glass parking lots out of human beings. That's problematic. That's some shit somebody said to you that you just repeated. Mm-hmm. That's not something you know. Yeah. You would not do that to another human being. Every time you get into a war with another country, you are really a government at war with another government. The people on the ground didn't pick this fight. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's, That's number true. one. That's good. Number two, when you don't know something, you need to shut the fuck up. And if you wrong, right. And if you're wrong, so that's some two. If you don't know something, shut the fuck up. Number three, if you were dumb enough to repeat some shit you didn't understand and did know some shit, and you know it now, why are you holding on? To what end? To to what degree? To what purpose? That dude that said that was an idiot. Sorry about that. I'm better now. That's the whole apology. And I Why think, is it so hard to say that? Because, Damien, I'm going to be honest. I think that the issue is is that he's trying to hold on to his belief. That's what he believes. But right. the second piece is I'm going to lose my fan base. Right. And I'm trying to be safe on both sides. And you, can't, you cannot straddle the fence. No. Either you're going to stick to your beliefs right. or you're going to get off the fence because now you're looking stupid, like to your point. So people are like, so what is it? Because now you're trying to – you can't – please everyone and if that's your belief then you're gonna stick to it but back paddling and sounding like um oh oh, oh i didn't mean that it's like yes you did because yes, you i'm did. quite sure behind closed doors you still saying the same thing to your son right and then you're going to say but in business i'm another person no when i love all people and that's just no. and that's the issue that's that two-faced. we have exactly like, that's two-faced that's the issue that we have with all the yes men and i'll tell you this the quickest way just on my level to piss me off is to backpedal on some sh- I would rather you say I was stupid and didn't know no better. I'll take that. But that, well, you see, mm-hmm. I've evolved. No, you haven't. Right. Or just say no, that's my haven't. belief. 
That's what I believe. <laughs> if my son is gay, I'm gonna have a real problem with that. And that's okay. It. Yep. And I tell you why I like that kind of clarity because then I, as a gay person, right. who knows the gay community, we now need to come have a conversation with you about what your actual beliefs are yep. and how that's not beneficial towards your son. That's right. How that's not beneficial towards these other kids that are looking up to you. How you have a power of voice, and when you say things like that, as a person who can sell out football stadiums or sell out Madison Square Garden as a comedian. When you have that kind of power and you say things like that, it impacts on the ground mm-hmm. with these young kids. I, as a gay, 340-pound, 47-year-old black woman <laughs> living in Detroit, I give a fuck less about Kevin Hart's little bullshit opinion. Okay? My, I get you. I get my you. shoes are heavier than Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a damn what he's See, saying. I can't. But, when I'm 50, yeah. but my 16-year-olds, my LGBTQ... Yeah, Seven-year-olds, when you hit puberty, you know. Mm-hmm. When you hit puberty, you're like, oh, oh, I like people who look like me as opposed to people who don't look like oh, me. And let this me is t- problematic. Dang. And for those people, those little slights and jabs by people they look up to yes. is problematic. Okay. And let me just tell okay. you to solidify okay. that because I mentor young girls. And um, in 2016, we did a camp with um, the middle school girls. And I had one young lady, and she just was crying. And I was thinking that because she lost this contest that we were doing with the young girls. And she took me in the back and said, my mom just found out I was gay through uh, my Instagram page or Snapchat. I think it was Snapchat. And what they did was create a fake account so they can watch what she was saying and doing. Um, So I literally was on the floor while we were still having the event, holding her as she screamed at the top of her lungs. She's 14, um, saying that no one loves her because she's gay. And here I am holding her saying, I love you. I care for you. And it's just an ignorance because of, I know where her mom, we and her mom, same age. And she's caught up in religion. And I won't say spirituality, in religion where we are taught that what, what we perceive is right or wrong. And in her eyes, if I'm not accepted, I'm not loved. And so therefore, now I'm trying to enforce or create a new belief in this girl head that this is a false narrative and to your point they're looking up to every rapper every singer every artist who who is so dope and easy to follow and then someone to say to me oh i can hear it again not only do my mama not love me but society doesn't so i agree and you're right if that's my belief at least create allow people with different beliefs and say let me give you an insight how impactful this is to, right, especially yeah. the children. So I just wanted to put that out there because I um, saw the the impact of when somebody yeah. that you I, deeply, you know, admire to say that's wrong. Like many times, I'll try to find a parallel, mm-hmm. you know, right. because I, I'm 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 not in the LBGT community. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, right. I'm not there, so I don't know how something uh, affects somebody exactly. else. You get what I mean? Like most the, of them in the joke, <laughs> and then filling your your, your, you know, how you said what you just said, you know, many times that, because I'll think, like, how would I feel? Like, Kevin Hart, he was living in the times or whatever or right. something and said some, you know, stuff that he was, I don't know his, I don't know his internal and all that kind of thing. If he apologized, yep. he apologized. I get it. He could apologize again because he was going on a bigger scale or whatever, more people talking to him. And he said, I already apologized. But everybody ain't heard you apologize. Right. You know what I'm saying? They brought it all to light. Just say, just say, and he was held back on it. Right. You get what I'm saying? But you saying how you said it, like if I saw something and it was some guy who said, 
if my daughter did a black man, I'll shoot her dead. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said to myself, oh, he said that? Right. I like him. He said that? I'm yeah. like, oh. And then he apologized, or he said, I'm not apologizing again for this. I, I, I already apologized. Right. Yep. Be like fuck you, man! I ain't right. not listening. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly listen what it is. Right. So right. I, I, I'm, I'm putting myself in your shoes in that sense, like right. Huh? Okay. Well, and I want to throw, and I'm gonna pull back because I, I think some of the uh, the, the comedians that are coming out of the African American community, especially because I'll be the young real. Guys I didn't out. think it was that. I was like, man, he yeah. said that, you know. But now listening to you know, just honestly, like mm-hmm. in my heart, I'm like. I don't think Kevin Hart really meant nothing by that. He was just cracking jokes or whatever and all that kind of stuff. But right. I get what you, I, I can but feel I you. But I said the same said. thing as a gay person. I was uh-huh. like, oh, well, he's just cracking jokes. And I can do that until I start talking to 15-year-olds yeah. and 12-year-olds who are thinking about suicide. That's right. Because they believe that our society has no room for them. And as a black woman, take out everything else about me. My parents thought that the that the world didn't have any room for them either. Like, how how do you take an entire group of slaves and implement them into the American society? We figured it out. We figured it out. Now we haven't figured it out all the way because there's assholes out there who still have an issue with black people, and eventually they'll all be dead, and the ones that won't be dead <laughs> aren't gonna make it. Okay. Because here's what's happening: we as a as a society are making what I like to refer to as the turn. And you can tell we're making the turn because people are fighting it. Mm-hmm. And that turn is we are getting ready to turn this last one of these last corners. This is our last evolutionary push where we finally get our shit together before the, you know, the, the big pieces of rock come and kill us all like they did the dinosaurs. And in that turn, if you don't understand how to love each other, how to see each other as people, you're going to have a real hard time being here. It's going to be that, difficult. You think a turn will happen? I think that turn towards positive. Turn, unless the aliens come. The aliens, <laughs> then we all going to be like, oh, we won race. To that degree, <laughs> Stanford just was a Stanford and Harvard government? just released that there was a big object that had come within a couple oh, yeah, of thousand yeah, light yeah, years of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. That they said, well, that thing had to be made by aliens. Harvard said that. Uh-huh. I didn't. <laughs> we just had another thing that happened about no, a month need, ago we need, we need and he heard the over, deep we need to hover over Manhattan we, well, we need to hover over Manhattan they <laughs> heard that deep tone uh, that deep space tone uh, they're like well that's yeah, not coming from that us too. I saw that this would be three a radio signal six light years from us there is an earth type planet they're looking at it going this thing probably could sustain life it is similar to us mm-hmm. okay that's, that's all I need years, yeah. now if you want to wait till they get here right. that's fine but I'm telling you now, it's coming. Now, I'm not, I won't, please, 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 dames, eclectic brain listeners, don't start sending me your alien bullshit and your paperwork. I don't care. I, I don't want to hear about your theories. I got my own. Thank you so much. Um, But my point is this. We are all at some point judged on how we treat the least among our number. And as much as Kevin, Kevin Hart and whatever issue he has with homosexuality is the same kind of foolishness, whether you want to believe it or not, that makes our veterans homeless. Like this thing where we just don't care about other people is problematic. I don't have to believe in your lifestyle to love you. Christianity even supposedly says, hate the sin, love the sinner. So if you don't 
you got this whole issue with homosexuality, that's fine. But you also need to recognize where you're standing. I, if I'm sitting on the street corner saying something stupid, that's a one thing. Okay, I'm still wrong. When you're in Madison Square Garden saying the same thing, that's problematic. That's problematic. Mm-hmm. And if you believe that, then let us talk to you about exactly. your belief system and let's work it through. Yeah. But if you and if you don't believe that, then go ahead and say that person was a different yeah, person. Yeah. I don't believe I, it. I, I, I but get this what you're this yeah. holding yeah, in the, the middle, flip flopping. Yeah, flip flopping. That's you what you're big, doing. When you get, holding when you get bigger than you thought you were going <clears> to <throat> be, right? Now you got a flip flop. I didn't right. know I was going to be a two hundred. Yeah million dollar a year person you know what I'm let's talk about the flip-flop because i'm glad you brought that up because i don't know if it's not just celebrities even with people who get in these hierarchy positions they start to lose this thing called self-awareness yes and being true to who you are because even like what you were saying dame if i had this core belief and this is how i was taught this is how i was raised i would rather say that you know what i love people i just don't understand and right. I'd rather, you know, seek understanding and help me. And that's different than just yes. say, oh, oh, I, I didn't mean it. That. It was just a joke. Did I say that? What year was that? And then you like a fool. You're not even being true to yourself. Now I'm looking at you like, oh, you got to that money status where now you're listening to so many voices. Don't lose your voice. And right. if you don't know, if you don't understand, empower yourself. Be, hang around. Like you said, I'm not part of the LGBTQ community, but... Like you said, I'm a Christian, and I don't got a, a pot or a hell to put somebody in. All the issues I have, I need to focus on myself to talk about what somebody's beliefs are in sexuality. So I would rather operate in love, and I would rather check my own self. How am I treating people? How am I showing up? And if I don't understand, ask questions. Um, and if I don't agree, that's fine, too. But I don't have to empower somebody else and say, don't hang around them because they're white. Don't hang around them because they're gay. Don't hang around. It's like you, you just sound ignorant. It yes. is ignorance. And it's dangerous. It's because dangerous. that same thing about not getting involved, not treating human beings, like treating human beings as if they're different than you, yeah. which they aren't. We aren't. We are the last chimps. This is us. This is it. <laughs> okay. We ain't gonna get, we're not going to develop fins. We're not going to learn how to fly. We're not going to get wings. Know. This is it. I promise you, because we ain't, we barely pulling this off. Okay, so you gonna take these motherfuckers and give them wings? I think it's a bad plan. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not God. I'm just saying, if he's listening, bad plan. Um, my point is, this kind of theory that there's somehow us and other is the same theory that allows those hotel managers to let R. Kelly book them rooms That's with five right. women that they know ain't old enough to be with him. That's right. There are hotel people. managers. There's somebody at the Doubletree is you passing know, out multiple the cards. That, the part of that documentary I like, I don't know if you watched the whole thing, mm-hmm. but uh, it was part five, I think, when, when the hotel manager led her upstairs to see, mm-hmm. see her daughter and one of the daughters left mm-hmm. from Crying. the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I thought it was a good point in that. You got to be human before you a hotel manager. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Because how many you. people are saying, "Well, our policy says, our policy <laughs> says." I'm the, I know me. I'm me before I'm Ramada. You get right. what I'm saying. Exactly. So I'm like, right. my daughter's upstairs, and I wanna. Damn straight, let's go. I'm take your daughter. Come on, man. Come I mean, on, it's man. Not exactly. go, it's right. not gonna bother. I'm just gonna pull you from the door. Close the door. You know, I'm right, right there. I, I, I looked at that. I don't know the whole gist of it, but at the same time, that, that one manager did take her upstairs. Yeah, well, it's called I, I was like, that's <laughs> when, um, it's like when Tina got into that yeah. fight with uh, Ike. 
in the car and she left the hotel and didn't even have any money. Yeah, in the movie. And yeah, that yeah. hotel dude was like, go ahead and stay here. I know you don't have any money. We'll work it out. At some point, you got to be a person. Yeah. And, and in this man's circle, where are your people? They're yeah. not there. They money. Yeah. Where are your people? But is R. Kelly, is he making money I don't know about? At the time, when, at well, that, no, the era. But he still got five chicks with him. Dollars, but he's okay. not. I don't think he got not it no all more. Exactly. So at some point, it's not about the money. It's about the power. It's mm-hmm. about not wanting to piss him off. Yep. It's about not wanting to get out of the good graces. Something in, but that's that narcissism. Yep. It It is a rage and anger and you don't know what this person is capable of and you don't know what they're going to do. So you just placate. You keep placating. And folks like that are only going to get worse. Yes. He's 50 years old. That's 50 years of doing this. 50 years of doing this, he ain't going to get no better. You need to remove from him the capacity. You need to get, and i tell you something else that pisses me off about all this. These girls are getting there because people, power move, are taking their daughters because mm-hmm. R. Kelly going to make them into oh, a star. about that there. Well, then that's my star issue. Uh-huh. That's the thing about fame. It's like, I'm not trying to be famous. I don't want to be famous because fame costs so much of yourself to pull off. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to be famous. Yeah. I don't want to be famous. Yeah. I want money. Y'all can send me money. <laughs> I need money. I don't need fame. I don't want people to figure out what kind of toilet paper I'm buying at Meyer. I don't want people to take pictures of me in the diaper aisle at Target and freak the fuck out because I go to Target, Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce went to buy. She went to the. She was in the diaper aisle at Target, and somebody took out. They lost that. Beyonce shopping at a Target damn near crushed Twitter. Second time. Second time. She She goes to Target. Yeah, she knew what she was doing. What are you supposed to do? (laughs) She knew she was tearing up Target. She got people going running there at Target for to try to come off like I'm a real person. (laughs) She is a real person. She's just not a real person at Target. I tell you what, you want to give me a picture of Beyonce that makes me feel better about myself? Get a picture of that hoe eating a hot dog at Target. (laughs) (laughs) When they're cold in the middle hot dogs because they never cooked the fuck all the way through. The pizza, I get me a pizza at Target. That's why you got to go to the gym. No, because you be standing there just waiting. Give me one of these pieces. Well, they put, I'm mad because they tried to put a Starbucks at Target right like that here. shit was going to be better. <laughs> it's like, okay, I recognize that you're getting your crap or cap or whatever it is, but your uh, ass is still in a Target. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. ain't nobody. This is still a JC Penny that somebody painted red. You right? It's fine. When Target first opened, we were all like, ooh, looks like Family Dollar, but with socks. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> that deep. And now all of a sudden, it was like Target. You know, it's Target. Tar- well, because Target was smart enough to never go in the mall. Mm-hmm. Target was like, uh, it's always I'll $50, just take. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it, you say to yourself, <laughs> I'm going to go in Target and buy toilet paper. You come out with a broom, an end table, <laughs> four <laughs> gallons of bleach. And now they got that, that <laughs> grocery store to you buying $75 pork chops. Talk about, well, I'll just get them here. Are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> you out your damn mind? Yeah. That's a plane ticket. It, pork chops at Target is the exact same amount of money as a fucking plane ticket. You could have flown to Rio. You buy food at Target? I, okay. Yeah, I've seen people. I, 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 I will say, that's how they get you. They wear that's you down. They, they wear you down because I went in there for some toothpaste and I got tired. <laughs> I got real tired. And I was like, I'm not going to run down to Kroger uh-huh. to pick up some Grapes. You just I, I went right there. And they I, got some grapes. It's about seven dollars. Seven dollars. About a handful of grapes. Seven dollars for grapes. for a half a pound of grapes. I ate one a day. Right. It'll take you. You better slow them down. Mang- slow down. Right. Slice mangoes. Slice mangoes. Slice mangoes. Slice mangoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My addiction is that uh, I don't know what it is, and I got to talk to my my non people of color because I I I'm sure it came someplace else, but but 
my Caucasian brothers and sisters are the ones that brought me into the world of kombucha, <laughs> and now I can't get out. What? Kombucha. You like oh, that's that? I can't get out. Man. I can't like get it? out. I fucking love kombucha. I will drink that shit. It is good. I will it's drink tasty. it by the gallon. It's but it's expensive as hell. Yeah, I was just at the they little coffee shop. It was like I looked at the can. It was like six dollars. Yeah, or something. right. I, like, I, I could just wait. Take my coffee. coffee. I, I'm, I'm gonna take everybody back for a second. Every I can get again, a shot I of Alize for half that. <laughs> <laughs> You can still do that. You can still do that, Joe. Get that blue. Get that blue. Get that Alize blue. When it came out, everybody lost their mind. Oh, different color. (laughs) I'm sorry. Y'all know y'all shouldn't have me be on this. It's my own show, and I I shouldn't be on this. You said it I got it from R. Kelly to Alize in less than 40 minutes. That should count for something. (laughs) I don't know. By the way, sidebar, Oscars, I know I got some strong opinions, but if y'all need a host, Oh, Oscar host. The Oscar host. Our host. Had they got anybody yet? Shit. They go end up with Waylon Flowers and Madam. Remember that dude with the puppet? <laughs> he they got to call, do call up. They got to call up the old people. <laughs> Ed, whoever right they now, had before. I, I'm voting was, for Ed Asner and Betty White. I thought they were saying Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe mine will. <laughs> maybe Charles Reed. <laughs> Charles still out there though. Oh. Charles would be killing it in them tight spandex with that ponytail with the top ponytail. Well, sh- Charo would bring the pain. Y'all ain't ready for Charo to host Tosca's. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready, but they got to get somebody. Yeah. I, I would suggest they just do the Muppets. It's easier. Just it have is. Kermit the Frog do it. it. it call it a fucking rap. Yep, he can dance. He can sing. I think they got some, uh, some, uh, you know, some some scandals too. Don't, don't the, the Muppets? Muppets? Don't yes, the Muppets do. got some scandals? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't have the Muppets. You can have a scandalous person. You can have Kermit. You yeah, can't have you can't have they go look up some 60s stuff on Kermit. Ain't Kermit, Kermit did Kermit. something in Ker- the 70s. Look, Kermit's biggest problem was he got attracted to a pig. <laughs> and he been dating that same pig for like 20 something. Kermit came out of his closet yeah, early. I like good. pork. And then he went on with his life. <laughs> I appreciate Kermit. Kermit's been top about his shit. Everybody else trying to hide stuff in the shadows. He's like, nope, that pig dressed up in that halter top. That's my shit right there. And he just said it and moved on with his day. Now he lied about it in the first two movies. But he finally copped to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Time. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who used to do her clothes? Who? Bob Mackie. The same person who did Cher's clothes did Miss Piggy's clothes. Who's only you one? would know that. You what do you mean only you would know that? that. <laughs> oh, excuse me, Bob Mackie I mean, do it. That's true. Really, but who did the, the Muppets one with King the blonde and... braids? Queen Remember of uh, the ooh. blonde braids and the rose skates. I said, "Who did that look?" Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> you ain't got to be sure. Okay, now we on the Muppets. I'm sorry. Don't, don't talk about Miss Piggy's my girl. Don't talk about her. She got some troubles too. She a karate chopped several people. Like she got. She's yeah, got she to have a couple of violent she, families. Nobody talks about that. No one talks about how she whoops somebody's uh, ass. She knows martial arts, right? No, she knows one martial art. She knows one chop to the throat, yeah. but oh, okay. you don't really need more than that. Chop to the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I chop you to the throat. That's it. If I hit you in your fucking throat with the side of my hand with all of the force I got, that's the only move you need. Okay, what do people need to be chopped in the throat? Oh, shit. Um, Trump. No. The dude that let him order all that food from McDonald's to feed them football players. Oh, that dude they, they blamed it on work. the de- Democrats because they said because of y'all holding up on the wall, we got a minimum budget. That's so what they you used. shopped off the dollar meal at the dollar menu at Wendy's. It was stacked. Okay, nicely. dude, that didn't look right. Okay, it was no, because you was in the Lincoln China to do McNuggets. <laughs> you are putting McNugget sauce in the Lincoln Silver. No, it don't look right. It does. It's, 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 it did. It's wonderful for McDonald's and, profits. Oh, it is. McDonald's, <laughs> killing McDonald's was happening. Oh, hell yeah. They like advertising Mc, for days. McDonald's has been killing us decades for 50 with years. their McDonald's picture. McDonald's has been trying to kill us 
forever. I love McDonald's. I'm trying to die. It's fine. But let me tell you uh-huh. something. McDonald's considers anybody who uses, who eats there more than twice a month a heavy user of their product. That's some shit they don't tell you. Twice a month. Twice a month. So if you eat at McDonald's more than twice a month, they're looking at you like, mm. But they don't care. And their demographic is who? People of color. No. I don't know. Who? Women. What? Women oh, with and children. Kids. Yes. Women and kids. I stayed That's in why Burger years King ago. can't ever whoop their ass. That's right. Guess who Burger King's demographic is? Men. Males between the ages of 18 and That makes sense. All that bacon? That's I why they like, put bacon on everything. When I you treat myself, I go to Burger King. <laughs> I go to Burger like if I want to treat but myself. But you got to go to a good Burger King. But then my daughter, where your burger's hot to and your lettuce is Yeah, I love McDonald's yeah. fries. You can't try You can't. And the toy with the little Happy Meal? Now, That's let's talk about one. the trifecta because we, we black people so, I can, so we can talk about it. So the trifecta of fast food was a Big Mac... No, you get a Whopper from Burger King, mm-hmm. you get fries from McDonald's, yep. and you get a Frosty from Wendy's. Yep, I remember that. Right, that, that was that sense. was the meal. That makes sense. That's that's right. That was the meal. It take too the, long. Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> you know why it doesn't take too long? All my Detroit players. The one place it did take too long was where Livernoy. And 96 meat because there's a Burger King, a McDonald's, and a Wendy's <laughs> right, the right there. Huh? Like right a trifecta the right there. All of them drive through, baby. And they were hilarious. all on the corners. There was like three. It was a three corner street. Grab me you a get Whopper. Uh-huh. Grab, grab fries, your Whopper. Grab your fries. Grab hilarious. your Frosty. And you out. And that's yeah. what Target did. They studied that master skill because that's what Target did. They yep. put some coffee, yep. some donuts, grapes, and some. Detergent. Uh, that's yep. That's exactly how Target works. Mm-hmm. Target, when you walk into Target, the first thing Target shows you is that dollar shit over yep. in the left-hand side. You don't need none of that. There's nothing in the dollar I section at the Target always that you grab. need. Nothing. They have never put anything in that section that it's you influ- need. It's you influence, l- yeah. Because you do look over there. You always look And you're like, man, that's more, worth more than a dollar. That's, that's better mm. than a dollar right there. Watch this shit here. I'm about to bust five I below, need, clean out. Like, this is investigative reporting. I need that, uh, <laughs> that uh, clipboard. That clipboard worth more Let me tell you. Clipboard is <laughs> some shit. And it got little gold specs. Right. Um, I need a gold spec clipboard. But let me tell you how five below be fucking up the game. So you go on five below. You buy all this stuff. And you're like, dang, I can't believe this is five dollars. You know where they get you? On the shit that's supposed to be a dollar. Because you're not paying attention to yep. stuff that's supposed to be a dollar, it's two. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. They're selling you crap for $5 that you don't need. And then the shit that's supposed to be a dollar is $3 there. That's true. And if you're not paying attention, they got you. Yeah, that's true. The fuzzy socks a dollar. Fuzzy socks. Yeah. You get the fuzzy. I love how we got from R. Kelly <laughs> to Five Below. But it's influence. I think it's, it's like right. mental influence. R. Kelly using his mental influence and Target using their mental influence. Well, and and I, that boom. Kind of watch this one. Works. Yeah. R. Kelly has survived this long because of marketing. There it is. He has been marketed. The product that he is is marketed in such a way to such a demographic that, like, right now, if you can't convince them steppers nope. that they can't play an R. Kelly song. Did you see the video when he's in um, Africa saying how many of y'all need your uh, shots and passport stamp mm-hmm. to come with him, come with Robert? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, a real, that's a real concert. It's actually on YouTube. I think I think I think R, I think R. Kelly gonna be the start of a of a bigger wave, you know. You think so? But uh, yeah, R. Kelly was kind of known. I think it's circling back on R. Kelly, but then um, it's going. It's not. It's not uncommon. I mean, what R. Kelly did may have been uncommon because of the young, the ages or whatever. But uh, but that whole like you brought up a bunch of different artists, and those are well known artists. But then mm-hmm. it's like. Power is something else, you know. But uh, 
you're gonna have to continue it because be what we did we started burning bras and i don't hear nobody nobody burning bras no more it have to be a continuation of right. the conversation so it can't just be that and then it kind of die down then we still listen to something else and then it dies down but they i guess somebody was uh i was watching follow somebody on you on uh twitter and they said they were at a new york uh nightclub and they played r kelly song and people started booing and leaving the dance floor oh really okay yeah That's so they weird. had to turn it off it was i can't even remember where it was but it was somewhere else. I think it was Brooklyn. Mm. But they were, it was like, boo! And the guy had to turn it off and put on something else. Good. Like, I don't play Step in the Name of Love. Now, mind you, I DJ at a cowboy karaoke bar mm. down in Woodhaven, Michigan. I don't get a lot of calls <laughs> for R. Kelly music. Not a lot. But that remix to Ignition, <laughs> which seems to be the only R. Kelly song outside of that, I believe I can fly bullshit. And uh, that's Step in the Name of Love. Them, that's the hat trick. That's the trifecta. So if I don't play any of three of them, they really don't have anything else. They have no idea what else is going on. You and that play, knocking them boots. No. You <laughs> no, still play. Uh, I stopped playing R. Kelly. You still play Michael Jackson? Five years ago. I don't play Michael Jackson. Why? I don't play a lot of Michael Jackson. I, first of all, I don't have a lot. And second of all, I just don't. That's. You play Elvis? No. Ted Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying. I'm just playing. <laughs> if you play Ted Nugent, I'm playing Ted Nugent any damn way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. What is it? What is that gentle that Ben Bear song he's got? Is about this guy killing a bear? Oh, but I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm not playing none of that. And I'm not playing Ted Nugent at a place where Ted Nugent is 100 appreciated. This guy got up and sang a Ted Nugent song, and I left. He's singing on the karaoke thing. I went to the bathroom. He came back. There was just, sh- sh- you know. Like the, <laughs> you was going for a long hooked, time. When the album, I was going so long, the song was over. People were starting to put money in the jukebox. And I was like, I'm not listening to that bullshit. And I, I forgot what I was doing. I'm talking to the girl at the front desk. And I'll get here over the mic. I was sh- 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 <laughs> oh, shit. I got dead air. Let me go. I ain't listening to that foolishness. What's oh. Crazy? Okay. So they're getting ready to do this thing on Michael Jackson. And the thing that I think people are worried about, and it's the same thing that catches me, and I'm going to admit it, is canceling somebody like R. Kelly, brand new, not brand new, but canceling R. Kelly seems like, okay, R. Kelly, gone, Mm -hmm. bye. But I think that's because he's not part of my my musical genre. He's not a part of my history. He's not part of my Mm -hmm. childhood. Canceling Michael Jackson is more difficult. Oh, it is. It's more difficult in my world. Should he still be canceled? Hundred percent. You got. I'm sorry. I gotta hear that. I gotta. I, I there is R. Kelly thing. I got more information. Right. Mm-hmm. I want more information as well. I don't here's know. The thing. I don't know a lot about Michael. About All the stuff Jackson. that came out, they said it. It, yeah, it was okay. They backpedal. Yeah. Like the one guy said, his father told him to lie, and then everybody else like. Macaulay Culkin, whatever. It was a different time. It wasn't like like everything. He said it didn't happen. So there's no. But my thing with him. Were they coming out with a documentary on him? Oh Lord. Right, but that, but but then again, so this is my last question because I'm my time is running short, and Shannon's gonna have to edit the hell out of this already. Um, (laughs) So my question is, and this might be a, a question we can't answer, but when is an artist's work? larger than their persona or their person to the point that we can extrapolate that work and hold it as art while not holding on to the person who created it? When does it reach that status? Or does that happen? Um, It's going to have to be like a Michael Jackson because it have to... 
that's 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 case by case. Cause look at Prince, okay? Yeah. There was a lot of stuff they said about Prince. Yes. And um I didn't hold none of the I didn't hold him to that pedestal at all. I was like, that's not true. It didn't happen. Right. Because that's not Prince. But I right. know it happened. Well, yeah. I suppressed that. I still do. It's Prince. It's Prince. So it's you, Prince. It's going to have to be case by case. I think the whole idea of being an artist, <laughs> the thing is when it affects other people, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I that's do different. think like being an artist, you do have to take your mind to some places that Every day, every day, people probably won't go to, and it's just a part of being an artist. Like you're thinking about, like if you're writing a novel, and you have to step into the mind of a of a murderer, mm. you know, and you have to write this character of the murderer, right. you gotta almost think like a murderer for a time being. Yeah. Now you saying you gotta go do research and actually murder somebody. But when you but, murder somebody, now we've crossed the threshold. Yeah, yeah, you've yes. crossed the threshold. So I think it's when, when, when people start to affect other people in an in a negative way, especially if it's if it's illegal and if it's un you know, unwarranted, they haven't asked for it, you know. But I know like with R. Kelly, like I listen to some R. Kelly songs I'm like, man, he had to go some different place for like I, I was listening to that song, the great well, I know that song, The Greatest Sex. I would play yeah. that song, The Greatest You, Greatest Me, yeah. We Have Found. I'm like, man, he he went to the ledge on some sexual stuff yeah. on this song because it's yeah. like he talking about uh unicorns and, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and Sagittarius and all this other stuff in the song. I'm like, this is sound like some freaked out stuff. Yeah. Right. And you will you have, have to go into a darker you know, world. You have to yeah. go into yeah. this little place for it. So I think even in art in general, you go to places, but I'd also but like I think to you just throw out there over. a grown yeah. man singing about unicorns. You might want to put a pin in that. <laughs> I'm just, just going to throw it out there. You Sorry. heard that song. I know. But, but you know what I'm an adult about. man singing about unicorns, that you, know. you might want to put a pin so. in that. I ain't lying. That, <laughs> that song are tiny felt funny girls. on me. Yeah. Because I like, thought, like, what is this song? My Little Pony. It's pretty. No, now wait a minute. My brony guys. Don't start that because there's some grown men to deal with My Little Pony. You ever seen that? Mm-mm. They're called Mm-mm. Broies, Bro something. You and they, they're like these stuff. dudes that are into My Little Pony as a TV show. Oh, but I'm not. talking about R. Kelly, like this luring young girls. Yes, so that's what true I'm story. But that. that, but again, I, because thing, of man. the stretch that the man had, yeah. I have a tendency because I always know people who are on the freak circuit. Oh. So I'm always pulling my people back out. Yeah, like, yeah, that they not now, part of that group. you thing about unicorns, that's fine. My people who like to dress up like horses with each other, yeah. these are grown people. That's different. Uh-huh. They're not that's luring grown kids. People, you want to dress, this one dude is dressed like a fox, but like a with a tail. What is it called again? Other, It's called, well, there's... Uh, Bronies, which mm-hmm. are like the My Little Pony, the bros from My Little Pony. Gotcha. That's one thing. Then there's furries, but furries are people who have sex with like characters that are fur covered people, character like dressed up like fur folk. Your other podcast show? My other. Hold on, pin it. Put a pin. I know it's um it's all right for all my furries out there. I I love y'all. I got you back. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the one that stands between you and our and. Possibly the gates of hell, but that's okay because <laughs> I don't. Understand, I, I do not understand you at all. But I don't think you're hurting anybody, nope. and that to me is the line. Do I don't thing. have to understand you as long as you're not hurting anybody. I know that's right. I, that's that's my one 
bottom line can't for joke everything. On it no more, huh? You huh? can't joke on none of that. No. About the furry people? The furries or the... Why? I, I can make... If I'm willing... Let me tell you something. I'm willing to make 20 years from now when the furry is just like all I'm like, bring it. <laughs> bring it. And I'm going to be like, I fucked up and she I was making fun of y'all. because. But what did I say? I don't understand you, but I 100% support you. I mean, so you, I have I, I have no it, problem yeah. with standing on that. Yeah. I ain't got to understand you to love you. I don't yeah. have to understand you to support you. I don't have to understand you to defend your right to be exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. And again, the only people who are on my list are people who hurt other people. Yep. And even with that, I'll give you a certain amount of room if you're a hurt person. Because hurt people hurt people. So how much room are you going to give them? Because R. Kelly clearly been hurt. Right. Well, I give you room. If you can figure out how to get your shit together and start backing up, get help. then get help, absolutely. Get help. But again, R. Kelly's problem, as big as it is about young girls and sex and all the rest of this, the bigger problem is he's a narcissist. Yep. And that's the reason we don't deal with him. Because we are bad at dealing with loud, angry, controlling people. Yeah. As women, yeah. we're prone to having that problem. That when men get loud with women... There's a tendency for women to even get small. Yeah. Now, my yeah. daddy would get loud with my mama. My mama would hit him across the face with a fucking shoe. So I grew up in a different kind of way. You get loud with me, I just get, I'm like, <laughs> motherfucker, I'm 300 pounds. You want this? Uh-huh. This is what you want? Uh-huh. I'm, this is my response to any man starting some shit. I'm 50 pounds heavier than Mike Tyson was when he had the title. You want to do this? <laughs> you want to do this? Mm-hmm. I don't think you do. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that has been, and that attitude and the, and the weight and the punch and the anger... Didn't save me, yeah, and from the, getting molested. Yeah, the narcissist thing, I can yeah. see that, right? Because you got to have a self awareness to know, you know, like if you like, you, like you saying, getting loud in person gets smaller. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I think in my head, like if the times I got loud, somebody it's got a smaller, it's a weapon, you know, it's, it's a weapon, like, yeah. and and I can forgive you for traumas i always forgive trauma because yeah. i'm not in charge of how you heal or when you heal what i cannot forgive you for is inflicting trauma yeah that's right. <clears throat> i just can't we have to correct that that's right because this whole world is made up of a bunch of walking wounded and until we get that worked out we will never be able to make that next step that's and we got to start taking care of our walking wounded and that's in the hostile inver- work environment right which is, we're going to have to have bring Manito back up so she could talk about hostile work environments because she and I survived several. Um, <laughs> um, and I survived one in particular. Shout out. <laughs> that'll, feel free to leave that in the podcast. I can't wait. I'm hoping, <laughs> see, if you get sued, that's really how you get money in America now. You have to get famous enough to, to show up on like the, the Metro. T- you got to have a controversy. Mm. So here's my controversial <laughs> statement. This, this is my controversial statement. Miracle Whip is better than Hellman's. Come at me. Um, <laughs> thank you both for being on the show. This was so I really fun. appreciate it. I appreciate it, Shannon. I know you don't like to always talk on the radio on the podcast. I know. <laughs> no. I know that's. I know that's not really your thing. I don't mind being a supporting character. Support character. All right. So, um, by the way, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. If you can get a. Uh, yourself together to go give us a rating um feel free to rate the podcast what you want to do is press that five star button if you can't bring yourself to press the five star button don't press shit um thank you so much for listening to dave's eclectic brain all 10 of you i appreciate y'all uh i'll see you in two weeks take it easy goodbye Mm, mm, mm. now that's homemade